August 31st, 1978. Mm. Well, don't say it salaciously. 1978. Oh, crisps. <laughs> oh, I could really go for some crisps. What kind of crisps could you go for, cat? Some of them... Walker's Thai sweet chilli ones, or you know, like the specialist, the specialist, specialist crisps. Yeah. gorilla the flavor, specialist crisps, long pig, yeah, um, or the roast chicken ones that they do, they're Have really there good. A Heinz baking flavor pig, a diet. Not John pig. has me on a diet. Poom. When the lasagna content in my blood gets low, I get mean. Anyway, back to crisp content. Sorry, has there we've been done it a Heinz baked bean crisp. I'm sure there was at one point because there was like ketchup. there was a competition. Oh, I like a ketchup crisp. Can you not get them anymore? Do you remember green ketchup? I feel like we're getting a lot of this done very quickly. Do I remember green ketchup? Yeah, when ketchup was green. No? Yeah. Was it like a Shrek promotion or something? It is a Shrek promotion. Get out of my swamp, because I'm an onion, mate. No, it was... Uh, Heinz ketchup was green for a while. Uh, it tasted exactly the same, but was lurid green. That feels wrong. It was... Well, the that thing, is, the really thing is, you can get green tomatoes... Yeah. However, but a green, a green thing which has tomatoes in it should be a chutney. Yep. Like a like a tomato, a green tomato chutney. Yes. My mum makes a really good green tomato chutney. Um, it was genuinely a surprising and difficult thing to have in the mouth um, because it was it, it tasted like ketchup, but you didn't think it was. Ke- oh, let's just get this out of the way quickly. This is a podcast. Oh. <laughs> So what's happened while well, I was leaning into the microphone <laughs> really to say that, that is that Guy, guy showed me. No, because I was moving in to just... Oh, no, I know. But Guy just showed me on his phone a picture of green ketchup on chips and it just looks... It looks either like icing, like something sweet, or cursed. Yes, it was very confusing because you'd, you'd consume it with the same mouth that you ate regular ketchup with. And it tasted like regular ketchup. And it ketchup. tasted like regular ketchup. But it was such a strange... Like, it wasn't even neon green. There was a kind I'm of... I'm going to move all that stuff off there before we go so the cats have somewhere nice to... There was a sort of darkness to the green th- of it. No. Which was, yeah, genuinely quite unsettling for, um, for the eyes. Oh, dear. And my, I have seen a picture now involving Shrek. Um, oh, of course But I don't know if that was a, um, a later thing. Of course, well, that was a, an active choice. How did we get onto the crisps? We're talking about tomato ketchup crisps. Those were really tasty. You also used to get Worcester sauce flavour crisps, which I, like I know, I know we crisp. have discussed previously. We have. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited because this comic contains the word poop, mm. which has happened before when we had the lovely Tom Crosby. I don't remember. That's because you detest Tom Crosby. You said so while we were not recording. I didn't. You said if you bring up Tom bloody Cro- leave a Rubik's cube I did alone not. is I did what not. you said. Um, Oh, yeah, that's what I was going to say before you showed me the photo of the hideous ketchup. Uh, this is a Garfield review podcast. Oh, yes. We don't review Garfield. It's called I Don't Like Mondays. I'm Kat. That's Guy over there that Hello. I'm pointing to. Hello. Um, there we go. That's you all you need to know. You introduced it. I introduced it just so we could get it out of the way, really. It does feel like this is a whistle-stop tour. Like, even... One of the greatest hits. We've got onto crisps already. Yeah, but... If, it's because you said... Cri- and I got, I got really... It's because I've not eaten anything apart from, like, a single date this morning. Like, at what point does finding a big crisp in a packet of crisp mm. go from being exciting and look at this big crisp to being daunting? Do you mean like the size of the crisp? Yes. I don't mean, yeah, okay. I don't mean like if you're in a firing squad. Yeah, I was thinking, yeah, okay. Um, what, in a fire, sorry, just step back a minute. What mm. do you mean in a firing squad? Do you mean you're opening a packet of crisps while you're simultaneously a member of a firing squad? Well, either facing or 
taking part in a firing squad. Either way, it would be quite daunting. I'm not. I'm talking about the size of the crisp. Yeah, I'm talking about the size of the crisp being daunting. Not like having not the circumstances. Yeah, generally. Yeah. Okay. Of course, like because that was stupid. Where's the tape measure? Do we, we usually well, have there. a tape measure. Okay, can you pass me the tape well, measure? No, it's closer to you. It's is considerably it closer oh, to you. I couldn't Good see it the bottle in the way. The, the aqua safe for the aquariums. Right, okay, so. Right, five centimetres on this is probably mm. about your average crisp size. Yeah, I'd say that's one of that's your a larger, larger, your a larger, larger crisp, crisps. But it's within the range of average crisp. Three to four centimetres is your yeah. average crisp. I bet there's some measuring things and mechanisms and there will be um standardization there'll be of standardization of crisps because they're so highly automated the development of crisps this is again when right. we put on a vati video voice and say of course every crisp you find has its twin out there in the world it's not quite vati's voice it's almost impossible to do you see um, a dark souls person yes he's he's one of the big name dark souls youtubers and he's his sort of shtick is he talked through law stuff in a very sort of very soothing way. So, soothing. So it's soothing ASMR words. for nerds who don't want to admit that they like ASMR. No, it's not. Uh, it, I don't think it's intended to give you the tingles. It's intended to be like, what's relaxing? That put his arm up that large pig's bottom. You beat Father Gascoigne. I did beat Father Gascoigne in Bloodborne. Let uh, right. Right. Park Let's that for a, a moment because I've got to talk about crisp sizes. Hmm. Um, five centimeters. <laughs> the, the courts mandated it. <laughs> Yeah, it's part it's, of my community service. It's Wednesday, service. it's 13 minutes past 12, and Therefore, if you I have don't, to talk about crisps. the bailiffs will come. Right, six centimetres, that's getting on the large side for that's a crisp. Your, that's your ridge that's, crisp. That's your ridge crisp. That's an, that's an exciting crisp to find, I think, six centimetres. Yeah. Seven centimetres, you're getting into, this is a little bit unnerving I need, I need to send this into life that's and kicking. Li- that's life, yeah. Right. So that's a very niche reference for a... Select member of our select members of our audience over a certain age, eight centimeters. That's becoming a bit much. I, I, no, I don't yeah. know. No, because look at that. Like that, a crisp. That's that, a big. You right. You've immediately made that smaller. Oh my god! Look. Right. Right. Eight centimeters. No, that'd be huge. That'd be a fucking huge crisp. That would be the size of. Yeah. No, I've, I've I've had crisps that big, and it's yeah, not it's big. me. It's big. Like yeah, it's, but your hands are bigger than mine. It's. I'm, I'm not saying it's. I think it's like this kind of stuff. Right. So for reference, do that again. Guy is holding out his hands and suggesting a crisp of around about That's... 13 centimetres in diameter. Like if you gave Which me a crisp insane. that big, I'd be like, bloody hell. That's insane. I'd hate that's to think of the potato plate. this came yeah, Well, that's the thing. I think it's when you get to a point where you consider the size of the potato. Because um, like if you can, like even if you think about like a really big baking potato, and I do think about big potato, a big baking potato, and you you did it lengthwise mm. on a, a mandolin. Yeah, say. other slicing mechanisms yeah. are available. Um, and then you fried it. I mean, the frying will obviously reduce the size of the crisp slightly. My dad used to make crisps like that, just thinly sliced potatoes and put them in the chip pan. Oh, yeah. I've done yeah. that. That's lovely. Really, really nice. We've used, we should use that deep fat frying. We ball. should do, Let's yeah. continue the chip crisp conversation. Yeah. Um, but the, um, yeah, so so 13 centimetres is outrageous. Mm. For me, like eight centimetres is getting into the, oh, this is a bit much territory. 10 centimetres, I think, is where no. I would find a crisp in a, pa- in a packet. Mm. And go. Send it into the local. What papers. happened here? Right. Are we talking a perfect like? Because ten centimeters. We're not could talking have, perfectly round. I don't. Because ten centimeters can either be like a long thing. It'd have to be that's, yeah. that's then. Because then that's a fairly normal crisp if it's like if it's a couple of centimeters. What, but wide, very long. And then that long. Yeah, 
that's a Christmas. No. Yeah, that's no, that's entering uncanny territory. That's not it's too long. No, it's that's... that crisp is too long. No, I, I, I'm, I think you're getting a B in your honesty. No, because I think I think you 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 are not good at judging distances. So when I hold that out, you you were making it smaller. You were saying like that much. You were saying about sort of six centimeters, but actually ten centimeters. Right. If you had a crisp that was that big, that, that guy has that's like a, this. That's a large crisp. Right. That's eight centimeters. That's eight centimeters, and you you were saying that's eight a large centimeters. Crisp. Yeah, but that's, that's not... It's in event not, territory. It, no, that's not... It's in... Ev- right. That it's, is not an event It's crisp. becoming... It's the size of a crisp that will be a memorable crisp. Right, that's not that, much bigger. That is... No, that... From there to there, that's got to be like Let's nine just draw another crisp. Right, I'm going to measure this pretend crisp. Nine that's centimetres. nine centimetres, yeah. yeah. So that's, that's one centimetre difference. Yeah. But that's around about the size of what I was saying. It would become a very big crisp. Now that... That's a potato That's size. a potato That's size. just a potato. That would fuck me up. Let me, me measure up. that. that this, this one that he's drawn is... Yeah. No, that's 11, 11 centimetres. Yeah. That one, I feel like I'm getting my money's worth. This one, I'd be on edge. That'd be an event. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, listeners, let us know at what point crisps <laughs> would put you on edge. Uh, maybe tweet us at IDLM Podcast on Twitter with drawings of your crisps. Yeah, no, please do. Um, that go between manageable... And difficult. Yeah. What did we put a pin in? Uh, we put a pin in blood boy. Blood boy. Blood boy. Chip pan usage. We've not really. Um... Yeah, I've not made donuts for years. I haven't made um, Scotch eggs for years either. I make the a Scotch good egg Scotch you egg. Made was good. Mm, I do make a good made. Scotch egg. I do also. I think want we could to, do that next week. Want to get some beef dripping? The issue is um, just getting the time to set it up and put it back down again because you know you don't really want to reuse the oil too much. Well, you, it's very you use, bad it, for use you. it a few times. You use it a couple of times, but it's extremely bad for you. But you don't drink the stuff; you just fry stuff in it. No, but cooking in it is really bad for you as well. I think you can use it more than just once a couple or of times. Twi- yeah, like, no, twice like, or three times maximum. I, I think again, you're getting it similar to the the large crisp bee. I think you're getting a bee in your bonnet no, about this. No, I think you can have. No, this is truth. It's really bad for you. Is it really bad for yes. you? Yes. Right. Okay. Um, please introduce us um, um, again. So I do make a very, very nice Scotch egg though in the deep fryer fryer with a little runny yolk and a nice sort of crunchy business on the outside. Um, what else have I not made? I haven't made donuts for years and years and years. Those are fun to make in the deep fryer. Use oil three or four times. Three or four, yeah. No more than that. Well, don't. Whole oil foam on the surface. Ooh, foam. Mm. Do six. I don't think it's really bad for Again, I don't think you're going to get stuck. What what are you frying that makes the oil, like, crime oil? It's the the fact that it's heated. It's the heating of the oil. Yeah, heating notoriously introduces... No, it's it's something to do with though it changes the chemical structure or something like that. I can't remember exactly what it is. Please correct me. How hot are you heating this oil to... To fundamentally change its structure, rather than no, look it up afterwards. Well, no, I'll be this bored. is one of those. This is one of those things where, like, you say something like, "Is it okay to use this mince that went off three days ago?" And I'm like, "Absolutely." I not. don't think this is. And then I you think, have a no, panic I, about I think something irrelevant. I think you're strawing a man is what you're doing because you're saying it's very bad for you because it changes the the fundamental I'm sure properties you are. I'm of the look oil. This up now. Uh, you Kat, talk about something else. While Cat is looking that up, Cat uh, has recently started playing Bloodborne. I believe the first time she started playing Bloodborne was solely to roll into bookshop. Reusing the same oil repeatedly has been found to lead to the generation of free radicals. Free radicals can lead to inflammation, cardiovascular disease, and even cancer. Okay, but how often? Um, what happens when you reuse your cooking oil? 
it's probably amount of fine. trans fats gets higher. Um, yeah, just don't don't you use it reuse it very often. The oil changes its composition. Well, it's, I don't believe yeah. you. I think you're just making that up. I'm not. <laughs> Literally, I, I don't understand why. Why, you, are you why wear, do you have this impulse? You're, you're right. currently no, wearing me, a t-shirt that says, "I will make up <sighs> facts about cooking oil today." Why do you have this compulsion to when I say something like that, which is an area in which I have more knowledge than you because I do more cooking and have done more cooking over the years? Why do you have this? Comp- is this a man? Are you mansplaining? No, to me? I was that mansplaining. I genuinely don't think it is. I think it's because. I believe... So it's an area where I have more expertise than you. No, I just think you're very pessimistic and northern. And so when you say that something is, like, bad or dangerous, my immediate thought is, is this potentially something that could bring any amount of joy? And as a result, is it seen as bad or dangerous? Because Catherine is a... I think you were mansplaining. And other people may think that as well, and that's fine, because they don't know the intimate history of our relationship and the images of one another that we have built in our minds over the years, in good and bad ways, you know, through clear communication and through miscommunication. Part of that image is I think you're incredibly fucking pessimistic, like when you were fighting Father Gascoigne and you said, oh, it's simply impossible to parry him, and then immediately parried him. Yeah, that was quite funny. But I, I didn't. When I said that, I didn't mean it was impossible in the like mechanically in the game. Of course, it is possible. I've seen videos of people doing it. It was at that moment impossible for me no, to, do it, did to it. do it intentionally. That was a complete accident. And then I, I did have a couple of runs where I tried parrying him, and it just wasn't working for me. It just, it was not my gameplay style. It didn't work for me. So then I stopped doing it and just went for my rolling instead, and that's what worked in the end. I might SEO trot you. What I might do is go into the accessibility settings and swap the. Um, parry button with the dodge button so when you're perfectly timing your dodges you'll instead do a parry I'm not going to do that because that would ruin your day yeah and Um, I don't I don't think they're the same timing either no it's a broader it's a it's a wider window with dodging but Catherine being Father Gascoigne you're you're actively enjoying Bloodborne I am actively enjoying Bloodborne I think because I've bounced off it so so many times um, there were two things I think I might have mentioned before that have kind of helped me do it. One is using that axe, which is a very slow, cumbersome weapon, which means, that, which means that I have to think more consciously about when I start and lock myself into an animation. Thank you, to Noah use Caldwell. Um, what? Thank you, Noah Caldwell. Well, that's what I was about to say. Yes, that, that, that's the other. The other bit is that um, I watched a video which describes the the Soulsborne games as like exchanges of animations. Um, in a sort of back and forth, which really helped with it. And the, the third thing is that um, in Bloodborne, um, when you depress the button, so the moment you press down on the dodge button, the dodge starts. In Elden Ring, the is dodge starts... I thought depressing was removing. I thought it was depressed down. I don't know. I thought press and then... Maybe, maybe I got sorry. the word wrong. I don't know. When you put, push the button down, um, it responds, you know, the moment you push it down. In Elden Ring, it responds when your finger is lifted off the button. Hang on. Um, and that to me, that difference to me is just enough for me to not be able to do it in the other game. Um, and that, I've been playing a lot of Horizon Forbidden West. Is that which right? I'm just, like, how do you run in, El- in uh, Bloodborne? Isn't that holding down circles? Yes. Isn't that... Well, how does it distinguish I've no between... idea. I've no idea, but the timing is completely different. The timing is the same as Horizon. Um, so when you press the dodge roll, you dodge instantly, and there's no delay to it. Whereas there is in Elden Ring. I've but, tried it. But surely it must be. The but you've seen me play. Button. You've seen me play both games, right? You've seen that I can dodge really I'm, well oh, I'm, in I'm Bloodborne not... and in and in Horizon. So because I've been playing a lot of Forbidden West, and there's no shields in that. There's cover, but there's no shields, so you have to dodge. And you know, like Aloy is very good at dodging. Um, that's I've, I've 
played a lot of that and got the muscle memory for it. I'm just trying to think how it distinguish if if that is true, if you press and it immediately dodges, how it distinguishes between maybe like running begins if you hold it down? There is a delay when you're running. I don't know if you've noticed. There's oh, a delay when you're running, but not so much of a delay in Elden Ring. Oh, well, there we um, are. So um, it, ta- it takes a couple of moments for, um, uh, for the running, for the to, running start. to start. Okay, yeah. Well, that's probably what it is. Another thing that you have found helpful has been me shutting my goddamn mouth. Yes, yes. Would you um, like to explain why that is? Yes, I would. Um, partly because, because I... think I think there's something broader here. Not, not about between us generally, but I think about um, uh, people enjoying media... Um, like you know, when you sit someone down in front of a film mm, that you really enjoy, this is a good bit. Yeah, there's something about this which I think is which I think is universal and quite interesting. Yeah. So previously, when you've played, I've wanted you to have an optimal experience because mm. I'm I'm very fond of that game and I mm. think you're all right as well. And so I'd like to share with you something that I'm interested in because I think occasionally it can occupy a space of a sort of space of fun for you to be like, ha ha, you enjoy this game a lot. Yes, yeah. it is good actually. Um, whereas I'd like you to also enjoy it or to, to have the opportunity to enjoy it. So previously, when you've played it, I've been like, not back seating, but oh, if you go around there, there's a thing. Oh, did you know if you do this, there's this. Mm. Oh, if also, you go around there. Yeah, and you've also been like telling me how to fight bosses and how to fight what, things. Because I've wanted you. Yeah. And I, but it's come from a good, a good faith place. And I think, I think part of it is because I, I've seen you bounce <laughs> off these games before and I've seen you go. Similar to the Father Gascoigne fight, I've seen you go, oh, this is impossible. I can't do it. I can't do it. And you've, you've told yourself you can't do it. And I as don't a, think that's what's happening uh, in those but places. You, you but we'll, have, we'll you, agree to differ. You, the way I've seen you play Your those perception games of it is has, different to how I experience it. That you've yeah. gone, well, I just this, this just can't be done. It's impossible. And then you've stopped. And so part of me wanting you Other, to have Otherwise nice, known as rage quitting. Part of, <laughs> part of me doing that has been wanting you to, 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 wanting to help you yeah. as much as you can. And it's Whereas all in good the, faith. The, the realization that the the first sort of soul's experience, discovering these games for yourself, finding areas, finding things out, coming back to areas later and going, oh, if I'd have gone left here rather than straight on, I could have gone above this area, dropped some flaming barrels, and killed a lot of those enemies in advance. That's really fucking cool. Finding that out for yourself is quite magical. In the same way that the video game podcast we listen to, Bonfire Side Chat, mm. the Doug Feed Network, I recommend them. Nice boys, good politics. They they will tend to not look at any trailers or stuff because coming mm. to one of those games and finding things out mm. on your own is a rare thing. Mm. Um, I was going to make a joke about rare, but I can't be asked. They made Donkey Kong Country, didn't they? That's good yes. stuff for government work. Um, it's, it's remembering, is it? Do you remember? And so I did that with Elden Ring at the start. I watched like maybe the first trailer and then tried to play as much of it as possible without looking at wikis and just mm. going to places and finding things out. And the realisation that you will have a better experience playing this game if you experience it the way you experience it, yeah. rather than having somebody going, oh, go over there and you can speak to so-and-so. If, if oh, I wanted you know that, I would use a guide. Mm. Yeah. Well, and you've, as, as, well as, as well as me shutting my goddamn yeah. mouth, you've been in a position to... Not get good, because I don't think that's what it's about, but to learn the game the way it wants you to play yes, it. Yes, to learn it the way it wants to play it, and to, learn, and to play it the way I want to play it. Mm-hmm. Um, as you said, I'm quite good at dodging, because mm-hmm. I've got a lot of muscle memory from the hours in various games where you dodge. Um, and to be able to use that in this game has carried forward. Um, and um, having like some... There are some moments that have made me laugh out loud, which mm-hmm. simply wouldn't have happened 
if you'd have warned me in advance, which I think was your kind of previous kind of impulse about like like the long bridge in old oh, in Yarnum, yes. where um there's like a huge um I'm not gonna tell anyone where it is in case you haven't played the game, but I think it's an old game most people probably will have done. It's six years old. There's like a whole old. a whole bunch of like people who chase after you and it's all a bit oh no there's a mob um and then um so i panicked and started trying to fight them on the bridge and then a huge troll lit a massive flaming rock and rolled it afterwards as if he was playing tempin bowling which got me as well and that made me laugh because as my my adult corpse Mm -hmm. was knocked into a sewer below along with everyone else because it was a moment of slapstick Yes. That I would not have experienced for myself for the first time oh, as a watch surprise. Out for this. Yeah, if you said, "Oh, watch out for that," like the thing that landed on me when I was playing yesterday, and I thought, "Oh, everything's kind of." I was like really slowly creeping forward, and then something literally landed on my head, and I yelped, and that was funny. And you, you know, even if you'd known, remembered that it was coming, if you'd have told me, yeah. I wouldn't have experienced that for the first time myself. Oh, there were a couple of instances. I think a couple of days ago, where you were playing, and I knew full well that you were walking into a trap. I knew that oh, yeah. you were approaching somewhere. Yeah. And somebody was going to jump out of a corner and get you. And I kept quiet because, A, it was funnier that way. Yeah, and And it's part of experiencing the game is that they put that in there deliberately for you to experience the first time round. And the next time you get the kind of satisfaction of like, oh, I know you're around there, fucker. But the first time that... Oh, that was it. The the funniest bit was you (laughs) frantically running away from the two um, beasts on the bridge and going, oh god, oh god, oh no, there's a brick troll, oh god, oh god, oh god, and running directly into a boss arena. That was fucking great. Which one, when was that? Cleric Beast. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You ran into yeah. an area and thought, oh god, okay, I'm safe, and then an actual and boss And then a, jumped bee, down. a bee got in the choir stalls and the music started. And you up. had a bit of a panic. And I had a bit of a That was very funny. Yes. But that, that I wouldn't have had that if, yeah. if you know. And again, like when, in, in times in the past where I've been like, oh, you've missed a bit there, or oh, if you do this, that's only ever been like, Wanting to, oh yeah, it's to completely in good faith, but but it's exceptionally annoying. Oh, hey. the, well, no, it, well, I did say at the time, you know, this is very annoying. Please don't. But but well, I think, I th- I, well, no, let me let me clarify and qualify that. I did say that, but there were still elements where you wanted, and it's all completely from a place of good faith and wanting me to enjoy the game. I don't think you said this is very annoying. Please don't. I think I said. Don't tell me how to do the fight, at, at least once. And to be fair, you didn't. You know, you. But yeah, but you, I, again, yeah. I, I just when want I, to make it clear no, no, that you haven't you, said don't do this. No, 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 no. When I when this. I when I did say, you know, please don't do this, you didn't. You absolutely didn't. Of course, you didn't because you wouldn't. Um, but yeah, just the little things like just actively and consciously not telling me what's around a corner, and you know. And there's been one or two things where I've, you know, I've actually had a question and I've said, you know, is that something that you would Google? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just tell me the answer. But that's quite nice. And I've been, yeah, I've been enjoying it from from that perspective. Um, and you beat Father Gascoigne. I beat Father Gascoigne. It was, it was great. It was didn't, quite didn't difficult. Even, didn't even use the music box. No, I didn't. I didn't have time. Kicked his goddamn It ass. takes ages to load that music box. Mm-hmm. Once you're locked in that animation, that's it. He'll just... Do, 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 do. Yeah, he'll just come along and be all like, nope. Well, to be fair, if a, a man all, like, adult and midway to beasthood was charging towards you and you took a little music box out of your pocket and gave it a little do-do-do-do, that's kind of on you. It is, get, that's what I mean. If you get yeah. slapped in the chops. It was... When I beat him, it was one of those lovely moments where I had, like, a fraction of health left. 
Um, and I basically just molotoved him right on top of me, and it was just enough. Well, you did this to get through Old Yarnum. Like, yeah. you just pegged it. And previous, every well, time th- I've gone through thing. Old Yarnum, I've, like, gone around and, like, gone through here and gone through all these areas. And you got through on a hair's breadth I just, I just of health. It. Straightforwards. And somehow managed to find the actual route. Which, again, speaks, nice to, speaks post, to the yeah, design of the, the level. Because, like, there's dead ends you can get to. There's stuff you can get caught on. There was an entire separate hunter that you ran past, took one bullet in the back and just nope. kept running. I don't know if you even registered him nope. as a hunter. Nope. nope. But nope. you just, you pegged it and managed to get to safety and that was bonkers I've got to do it all over respect. again now though because yeah. there's a lantern. There's no the, lantern there. The question is, are you going to try and sprint there again or are you going to try and Metal Gear Solid your way around and try and hoover up Try both. See, see both because you can. Yeah. Um, but the, yeah, and that was, that was just the big bag of no. Mm. Um, it was very funny and again you like the tiniest yeah. amount of help and that's fun to I me I was impressed that is fun to me and that is yeah. good you're, yeah. you're allowed to have yeah. fun <laughs> but that but that sort of sense of and as I say this is where I want to kind of extrapolate from this slightly mm. and talk about that kind of broader piece of this how sometimes some, yeah sometimes when we really enjoy something we, we desperately want someone else to enjoy it because um, we we you know we love or respect or we care or all of three of those things for that person and we want them to share in something that we enjoy because that we, you know we're, we're people we're humans we do that um, but sometimes that means actually stepping back and giving that person space to experience the thing on their own and then if that person says you know actually I'm not into that you know respecting that decision and not pushing it but if they do then saying you know great brilliant what do you like about it and then letting them create their own space within it and mm. I think that's something that you see often in like. Um, fandoms and spaces and um, uh, sort of, you know, not even sort of internet fandoms, but it's sort of like, you know, all kinds of things where creativity or art is involved. You know, there's gatekeeping and there's kind of, you're not enjoying this right, this thing that I like. I will say that um, the people we talked about on either the last episode or the one before in the Robocop screening, they weren't enjoying it right. Well, okay. But, I mean, I think as I've gotten older, I've gotten much more mellow about, shh, let people enjoy thing. Let people enjoy let, thing. Let people enjoy thing. Um, and if you don't think they're enjoying it in the right way, so long as that's not actively hurting anyone or being disrespectful, I think, I think we're branching. I think okay. we're branching off a bit. I think. Well, the, this the, is what the I mean. Initial point this was is, about yeah, this wanting is, we to, are to share off. something yes. with somebody. We are branching and off. liking that thing so much that. It's it's not. You can that, be like, it can be over overbearing. A per, like the, the, it can be smothering the person who who wants someone to enjoy it. Yeah, as, you said, as I said at the beginning, I do enjoy the. I'm it can be overbearing, um, being said very loudly and talking over me as I was talking. I think that's a nice bit of um, uh, what's the word? Being a dickhead, but thematically <laughs> opposite to being a dickhead. Well, the, you were interrupting me. To be fair. Well, then you were interrupting. Well, me. Well, we were interrupting you. Um. Yeah, but the, the yeah, as I said, I was extrapolating slightly and going slightly off tangent. But there is a point about how sometimes um, it can feel counterintuitive, but the best thing to do can be to step away from something I, and give a person space on something to figure it out on their own. I wonder if it's like not we we talked before about making liking something your identity not being a great thing. Mm. But I wonder if part of that comes from like I like this person, I like this thing. If this person doesn't like the thing that I like. Maybe they'll think less of me because I I big like a thing. And if they don't like it, then maybe that will reflect poorly on me somehow. So as well as I want them to enjoy it because I want to share with them something that I enjoy, I want them to enjoy it because if they don't enjoy it... It validates your enjoying it. I'll lose face. It Mm. invalidates my enjoying it because they don't. If they don't like it. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll lose face. 
I wonder if there's an aspect. I of think that. there is something in that for you. I personally don't experience that, um, as previously discussed. Um, I have, I, I give fewer hoots about like people's a tight pe- owl. about people's opinions on what I consider to be minor things, like the media that I enjoy, for example, or, or things like that. Big things, absolutely. Of course, I care about people's opinions if those relate to important stuff. Um, but. Um, yeah, smaller things like if if someone I find it easier I think than you to say I like this and you don't and that's okay or I don't like this and you do and that's okay. <clears throat> like I don't know. You, you've never been very sporty, no, um, or enjoying exercise. I do. I I enjoy um, running. I enjoy. Um, I mean, you know, you, you enjoy weightlifting, but that, that's an area where we share. And I've quite enjoyed the fact that we've kind of got a bit of common interest there. I've enjoyed the fact that you you're coming to the gym with me, which is something that I've been doing for years, um, and that's nice that. to me. Yeah, it's been nice to me. It's, I yeah. mean, this not in a bad way. Yeah, but I I am entirely neutral on that. I've enjoyed traveling to the gym with you. Yeah. Because, you know, we get to hang out. I've enjoyed sitting, like, in a steam room with yeah. you afterwards. The fact that we are both exercising in the same room means nothing to me. And I, I'm, yeah, not, say, and I'm not saying okay. that in, like, this a dismissive is, way. And that, that doesn't bother I me. I just find that really interesting. That doesn't bother me that it means I, nothing to you. To me, it's, it is nice to me because really? we're sharing in something that I've enjoyed for years and years and years. And it's nice to me sometimes to be on the treadmill, you know, doing my stupid little run. Um, listening to a podcast or music or whatever and go, oh, I hope Guy's enjoying his workout. It's nice that he's doing something at the same I'll time. I'll occasionally look at you and go, oh, that's cat. Yeah. <laughs> like like yeah. an idiot child. It's nice. That, that's nice. That is nice but the, to But me. the shared activity... And again, I can't stress enough, I'm not saying this to diminish your enjoyment or to mock it. And I even find if it you were, it wouldn't. And I mean that No, nicely. but if, if I were, yeah. then I'd be a dick. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I, I, genuinely, I genuinely find it... Yeah. Well, sometimes. I find it interesting yeah. that... That's because, like, I see you and yeah. I'm like, oh, that's cat, that's nice there. Again, like a toddler being shown a brightly coloured <laughs> ball. But yeah, so the going there is nice. The hanging out afterwards, yeah. sitting in the hot tub, all of that's good. But we're both doing something in the same room. That's well, to me, it, it, is, it is nice and important to me that you are sharing, we're sharing in an activity which I have enjoyed for many years, like decades. Oh, see, I wonder if this is because I'm quite literal in my thinking. Like, we're yes, not, we're not, is, yes. We're not sharing activities. You're running, I'm doing squats. Yes, it is, it is because you're, you're quite literal. You're yes. running, I'm doing yes. bench press. It's, we're exactly. not sharing activities, yes, we're doing is. different things. You're yes. over there, I'm over here. Yes. Why would in, in you say this? Yes. Well, that's because, <laughs> God, because, we're, my, we're not. because as, as discussed at length, your brain is different to mine, and that is okay. And so for me, it is nice to know that, you know, you're enjoying an activity, which I also enjoy. Um, because for many, many years, I've just been off on my own doing, you know, my physical activity, doing karate, running, weightlifting, uh, all kinds of things. I, I get antsy. Shot if I lifting. Can't, I get antsy <laughs> if I can't do some form of physical activity because um, it's a really important part of my mental health. Yeah. Um, and also I enjoy it. You know, I, I, I enjoy pushing myself physically. I enjoy that in karate. I enjoy the, the mental strength that comes with pushing yourself to your limits and knowing wh- wh- what that feels like for me and how I can do that. Um, I enjoy um, the the mindfulness that comes with karate and the mindfulness that comes with lifting where, you know, you don't have to focus on anything else. It's just you and the physical movement. Um, and oh, I don't have that. Oh, I do. I really I have... enjoy that. All the input is happening to me. Also, I'm lifting something very heavy. <laughs> oh no! Um, I, 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 Sorry. Continue. Again, that's a that's a focus thing, though, isn't it? And uh, um, I think back that, to horizon. It's it's an ADHD thing. Um, yeah, that's exactly yeah, what. Yeah, exactly what it is. Yeah. 
Um, we're focusing on the movements. No, we're not. We're focusing on that man over there. We're doing this. Oh, what's going on? Oh, God, I'm lifting this. This fucking sucks. What's happening over there? Yeah, I don't get that. <laughs> as, 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 again, previously discussed, I don't get that. I find it relaxing. Um, and, I, and in a funny way, I find strong physical exertion very relaxing, um, very uh, mindful and de-stressing. Do you get endorphins for exercise? Yes, absolutely. I, I genuinely don't think I do. Yes. I've... I I notice... So I don't take medication for depression and anxiety at the moment. Um, that's not to say if I didn't need it in the future, I wouldn't go back on it. I absolutely would. Um, there's a really valuable place for um, appropriate medication in managing these things. I feel like with our audience, I don't really need to say that, but I just yeah, wanted to, nice you know, to. yeah, just to reiterate. But at the moment, um, I am managing it through um, physical exercise, through sort of um, uh, things that I've learned through therapy, and you know, looking after myself, and all those kinds of things. You know, that making sure that I have time for break, getting out and in, in, and doing, you know, even if it's just a walk out on the park, getting fresh air, Stealing all the things that, of Snickers from the corner shop, yeah, that kind of thing. All the things that work for me and that I know work for me, um, and going for a run. Um, is for me like my natural endorphins and dopamine. So the first 10 minutes are a nightmare because my legs hurt and I'm moaning and, and annoying. And then after about 10 minutes, the endorphins start kicking in and, and you kind of go, yep, here we are, lovely. I but genuinely... Great. I get what the karate as well. I genuinely don't think I've ever had... Like I used to go on like, not long runs, but I'd I'd leave here and go around Wimbledon Common and then come back. And, you know, I do, I do seven to 10 minutes of cardio to warm up and then I lift weights and all of that. And at no point do I get anything resembling pleasure. You probably are. It's just that your brain is not receptive to it because you have medication well, to help for, for, the fact that your brain is not receptive to it. I yes. get nothing yeah, from it. Exactly. Yeah. So, so the, the chemicals might be being. I don't know how it the, works. The thing but you're is, not picking I'm, up on it. I'm, yeah. I'm currently medicated, so you'd think that if yeah. there was that deficit, being medicated and then having additional squirts of glurp would. I don't would, know. I'd be really interested. But yeah, it's like yeah, really so. If, I, if I'm lifting weights. There is a satisfaction in exertion. Mm. It's nice to be strong. It's nice yeah. to know that I can lift heavy things. It's it's that's fine. It's nice to occasionally look in the mirror and see the shape of my arm be a bit more interesting mm. when I what like midway through a rep and go, oh, that's nice. But at no point is there like, oh, I've been swinging these weights around and I feel good. Oh, no, I feel tired and sore and I'm miserable. My hands hurt. And this is stupid. Well, that's kind of part of it, you know. It's not. I, I don't yes, want that's to over. But it would be nice to have the. I don't want to. Well, I don't it? want to over egg the the high. It's not mm. the kind of high that you would get from no. you know from a, a substance, say. But it's for me. It, it helps keep me at baseline. I am naturally canard to use mm. the Pratchettism. Um, if if I'm my brain runs. Oh, we as previously discussed yeah. in this episode, you're uh, a pessimist in all the nosebag. Well, I don't think that's a thing. I don't think that's a very kind thing to say. Yeah, but when I'm talking about my mental health, yeah, but wouldn't you like to feed a horse some oats? Well, you wouldn't because it's deadly to you. Because horses have got a contract out on you, (laughs) and they use a series of Q-type gadgets to do you in. Um, Yeah, but but yeah, my brain naturally runs low on like endorphins and serotonin. So and there's lots of reasons for that. It's partly genetic and partly circumstantial and all the rest of it. That we don't need to go into to here. But um that does mean that doing exercise is one of the things that I can do to naturally increase my body's production of those chemicals. And I am receptive to them when they are there. So going for a run just brings me up to that equilibrium. You know, it helps keep things in balance. So it's not a kind of runner's high, it's a mm, I feel better for that. 
Um, and sometimes I'll go for a run and I'll go five minutes in and I'll be like, nope, this is mm. not happening. Um, and my legs hurt, my heart rate's twice what it should be. Um, I'm already out of breath and knackered. And sometimes that's because I'm ill. Like last week when I was getting just a cold, um, you know. Um, I, think, I think that's note, what it was on talking. Friday morning. I think, you know, remember when I said I only did 10 minutes and then I just had enough and did a cycle. I think that's what it was. I think it was it was the very early part of the cold before I'd noticed it was actually yeah. a cold. Um, and um, yeah, so, but yeah, that's the thing. If you do five or 10 minutes and you just think, no, that's it. But sometimes after that five or 10 minutes, it, you start getting the good you start feelings. you start kind of thinking oh this is not this is not my body saying no you really do need to rest this is my brain going i don't want to and then you can tell it to just shut up and go and sit in the corner and then but that takes as i know i've said before that takes um practice and habits and energy and not everyone has the you know privilege to be able to develop that so anyway I yeah we've got off the track of endorphins we've got off the track of endorphins but i think it was just interesting to you know I, yeah I, I like going to the gym oh, together it's okay. nice well, it's nice going to the gym yeah. together, being in the gym together. It's, again, like, it genuinely, it's nice seeing you. I just see you sort of wandering around like, ah, I know her. She lives in my house. <laughs> and then afterwards, you know, I can menace you in a steam room. I like I like the steam room very much. Um, <clears throat> enjoying things together. Oh, that's where we were, like, back on. Oh, yeah. Like, on share, the sharing, Bloodborne shared experiences. Shared experiences yeah. shared with Jordan. Yeah, so I enjoyed that. But as I say, we, we got onto the subject of exercise because we were talking about um, how it is okay to not like a thing. Yes. But that's something that, in, you know, for many years you have had no interest whatsoever in exercise and that has been fine. I've it's just a thing. I used to go to the gym in the mornings before work. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying for many years, you know, I've always done more than you and that's fine. You know, like you've never, like, um, you've never expressed an interest in karate and that is fine. You actively... Should I have? Um, well, it would be... Like, if you, go, if you do a big fight, I'll go and watch that if you'd like me to. I'd love you to, yeah. Well, yeah. okay, tell me when. Yeah, but, but like, what I mean by that is, like, you've never expressed an interest in coming and giving it a go. Well, I told or you, I used to do karate. You lied about I that. used to do karate. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, being, I'm making a serious point. So am I. Oh. I used to do... What? Uh, Galley Common. That's where it was. Galley Common is where I used to do karate. Really? Near where the doctor's surgery really? was, but it was up the hill. Um, but, um... Yeah, so you, you've never come along and done it, even though I've been doing it for years and years and years, and I used to do taekwondo before that, and that is fine. Well, I never, but I that's did, fine. That's, that was never even seen as an option. You never said, would you like to do this? Oh, I have many times. Oh, yeah. Yes, I have, particularly when there's been like friends and family ones at Christmas. I've said, like, oh, do you want to come along? You've gone, no, absolutely not. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, you're right. You, yeah. you, you have yeah. fun. But, I, it, but it's your thing. But, it, but that's what I mean. It, it, it wasn't. Also, it's, it's a, room, a, a room full of people, and then somebody telling me what to do in that room full of people so I can do things wrong in front of a room full of people. Fuck off. <laughs> well, no, no. Everyone's a beginner. That that's part of the training. Actually, is <clears throat> learning how to mess up in front of other people and be okay with it. Well, that's what to, this is to, why I want to, to leave do your, to kind of leave your ego at the door. This is why to, I want to do clowning lessons. That's partly what it is. You know, it's part Have you of it been is taking clowning <clears throat> lessons all this no, time. No, but I think I think they're two sides of the same coin, or at least they're kind of tangentially related <laughs> things. Well, no, I'm just making You're a, again get out of your a genuinely so, no, I genuinely think that's a serious point here. And I've said before, clowning is serious. It's it's a really serious art form, um, and I think there's something about allowing yourself to leave the ego at the door um, and to. Guy has just put a baffle for a miniature microphone on his nose in the manner of a clown oh, nose. Oh, but what kind um, of baffle is it? It's a grey one, so it looks it's like... not just grey. What is it? It's furry, it's isn't it? Like, yeah, that's what one, I mean. It's a fluffy main... furry one. So it looks like a tribble. He just put a... Oh, you look like a porcupine. Um, oh. 
But um, that'd be nice. Yeah, it's about kind of leaving your ego at the door and coming in with what's called like a beginner's mind, hmm. you know, as much as you can, um, and recognizing that there's always something new to learn and you're never going to be perfect at it. And and that is really healthy, really important. Well, it's part I, of like I, I will simply not do it. It's then. part of like this the the spirit of you know the meaning of true karate training for me. I think it's not just about the physical movements. And if you think it's just about the physical movements, you've completely misunderstood the discipline of it. It's about um, sort of learning your own body and learning your own limits and, as I say, leaving your ego out of it and being prepared to get things wrong and be okay with that. Now, here we are. Within that, how much scope is there for the realisation that you are good at something? Um, if it's based on... Um, uh, an, a, 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 as, as objective as you can get um, an appraisal with no egotism or... Um, uh, sort of, you know, in a very kind very of taking pride in having done something. Yes, good. yes. So I'm thinking of it in the kind of you know the 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 Buddhist sense of you know um, uh, taking the self out of it. If it's a, I'm not articulating this very well, but um, of making a an, uh, a neutral assessment of whether or not something has been performed well, uh, or at least performed to a good stand or to a standard. Yes, of course, that's fine, because to do otherwise would to be it would flip the other way in terms of being overly humble about something. And that in itself is a form of egotism. The narcissism. Yes, the narcissism of modesty. It would flip the other way. So, yes, absolutely. It's that kind of middle ground of a, a fair and accurate and reasonable assessment of your own performance. And you have to do that every single time you're practicing or training, because otherwise you can't look, you know, sorry, look critically um, where you can improve. For a brief and horrifying moment, as you were talking to me, I found myself thinking, you know what? I would listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> just, just for a moment. I was like, oh, I listen to this. <laughs> Horrible. Oh, it's awful. Oh, yeah, but that yeah. So if if you're physically able to, um, listeners, I would recommend taking up a martial art with a good school and a, you know a good teacher. One of the ways you can look at that is to see, you know, how long does it take people to get their belts and their grades? And if it's quite a long time, that's a good sign. Yeah. Um, you know, it should be. You don't want to go to a diploma mill for punching. No, absolutely no. You know, what's the discipline like in the class? Um, is the dojo neat and tidy? Is it know? in Galley Common up a hill uh, with a wooden floor that you get splinters? You know, how, how do people? What's what? the what's the spirit within the the training what space? What can I say to convince you that I did those? I'm going to ask your mum. That's it. I'm just going to straight up ask your mum. Just need to text my mum. <laughs> I phoned my mum the other day because I was thinking about uh, you know I told you before when I went to a pub with my parents in a village called Bentley, um, which had like a small fishing area out the front, and I felt a twinge in the back of my neck. Um, oh, and someone had uh, hooked you on a fish. And I got line. caught on a fish. Hook, you had yeah. been, you had been fished. I'd been fished. Yeah, somebody's meter was going up and down, and yeah. they were frantically hammering the <laughs> A button to keep me within like two sets yeah. of bars. Uh, and I went to the loo and was like, "Oh, I've got a fish hook in the back of my neck." And I, I've been thinking about this for a while and thinking, like, is that a real memory? Because, because, <laughs> like, when you say it, it's like, "Oh, I went to a pub." With my parents, and there was like a pond outside, but people fished in the pond. A, that's fucking weird. Why would people not be massively? Like, yeah, but casting off into, into a, a small pond. pond. Yeah, and yeah, I got a fish okay. hook caught in the back of my neck. That's a 
that's like something that a child would make up and then believe because our memories are inherently I've never really had anything like and that. Like most of my memories that I've thought were a bit weird are corroborated by so other people. Have I told you when I had the... What uh, did your mum say, by the way, quickly? Well, I really we'll want to know. Okay. I had an operation when I was um, like six or seven that had me under general anaesthetic. Mm. And when I woke up, I remembered that one of the doctors said that they'd taken a couple of my back teeth Oh, yes, and they hadn't. While yeah, I was yeah, under. Yeah. And it was only when I was like 21 that I thought... Hang about. That never then, happened. Yeah, it's a downstairs yeah. operation. They're yeah. not going to. Why? Why would they? Yeah. Like just a surgeon, like oh, while they're there, yeah. while, while I'm here, while I'm while I'm like gribbling about here, let's whip a couple of teeth out as well. And I spoke to my mum. I was like, no, of course that didn't happen. And it was like it was a solid memory, and it must have been when <laughs> I was coming out from the general. Round, yeah, yeah, just some sort of fucked up thing yeah. that got cemented as a memory. And it was only decades later that I thought, like, actually critically mm. evaluated this. I thought, well, that's, I had, that's fucking yeah. nonsense. I had, um, I had the memory. It wasn't a memory. Um, but when I came around for my ankle operation in 2016, um, I because I felt drunk... Um, when I was coming round, I remember thinking I was at university because I associated waking up feeling drunk with being mm-hmm. at uni. Um, and then I think I might have said this before. I was telling the nurse about this in the you know the critical bit, oh, and yes. then and the nurse was like, "Oh, you're not making sense. Oh, well, put, me, so put me on extra oxygen." Mind. Yeah, because I was just when basically going, "What's so wrong?" Yeah, um, and I was freezing cold. But this time round, I was lovely and toasty when I had my abdominal op because they keep you nice and warm. Obviously, they keep the operating room quite warm and put they put warm blankets on you yes. while you're under because they you know they're Operating on the, yeah, yeah, body temperature drops otherwise. Um, so I was nice and cosy. I was in a lot of pain, but um, yeah, then the nurse was so lovely and they had, they had me already on like an oxygen strip under my nose. Um, so and then your lovely husband came to pick fine. you up in a rainbow and wig, a polka a dot yes. bow tie and a red nose on his mask. Yeah. I remember the way you looked at me and sort of rolled your eyes from the hospital bed. And it I cheered thought, me up. Yeah, that, that's up. my surly wife. Yeah. I was uh, I was not feeling well that day. No, you've just awful, had an awful. operation, and then been on liquid paracetamol for the pain. Nothing, oh, yeah. honestly. But that's that's another story. Um, yes. Women's pain, we don't take it seriously. Uh, <clears throat> yes, I did get a fish hook to the back of the neck. You did really, as a child in a ah. village called Bentley. Yeah, because um, it seems like t- too specific, maybe to make up. I don't know, because like it it got in and there was like a bit of wire like a bit of wire a bit of uh, reel left on it a bit of fit. line that's the word that's about fine. that much line yeah. and yeah just in the back of my neck right um, it must have snapped I'm just saying it's five to one let's go to a theme park oh yeah we're going to a theme we're park to, we're today. going to a little holiday we're having a little holiday so last episode I promised to talk about graffiti and we've got time and, as well so we're going to do some more podcasts now. And we're on the road the um, getting a job at the national grid before i do before we do anything else uh, there's a little bit of errata oh yeah um uh, comment on the latest episode Chegwin mystery tube there was a mythbusters this is queeks uh, there was a mythbusters where they tested the treadmill thing they said yes but i maintain they tested the wrong thing in their experiment, the aircraft still had airspeed and thus could generate lift. My argument is that the common understanding of on a treadmill implies a net zero horizontal velocity, yes, in which case there would be no lift. Unless, of course, there's a strong enough headwind, but in that case the aircraft could take off vertically anyway, irrespective of the treadmill. Yes, I agree. Yes. Yes, if the jet engines are not working, if the plane is just sitting no, there... No, if the, if the, even if the engines are working, but there is net zero horizontal velocity. If the jet engines are working, but the treadmill is going fast enough, 
that it cancels out and remains still, that ain't going to take off unless, unless it's Why a Harry. Why would it cancel out and remain still? Imagine that the wheels are not there. The friction of the wheels is not enough to overcome the forward thrust of the jet engines. No, but if the... Because if, if it was touching... Yes, that's what I mean. Treadmill. The only thing that's stopping it is the friction. No, look, we, it's just been explained. If, look, if this is the treadmill and it's going round oh, no, and around and around this and is, around... Right, you can't use visual media on an audio... No. Well, that's an audio thing. If, like, I'm not getting into this. If that's moving, I am not getting into if this. If this is moving I want in this to direction... Go on holiday. If I'm this on is, holiday. If I'm this on leave. is moving in this direction... No. At the same speed no, that this I am not going is moving not in this direction, I'm neither not, of them... I am not taking in any of this information. <laughs> Won't Quick, stop me, because I can't read. Queeks, thank you for that. <laughs> um, I agree with you, and if Kat had any sense... She would as well. Um, a very, uh, very quick other comment uh, from Sean D. Soleil. Uh, jet propulsion in dragonfly larvae is achieved by rapid ejection of water from a specialised rectal chamber via the anus at a frequency of up to 2.2 cycles per second. Absolutely fucking incredible. This is what I want from our listeners. We, Please <coughs> send us. Oh, the thing is, people brilliant comments. We need to listen to what? To, I don't. I don't get the to login. See these. You've got the Patreon. This login. is so good. Look, this oh, is, I'm going to chat with everyone. You've got to. You've got access to the Patreon login. Oh. I once listened to a car talk. Thank you, Charles Wright. Best piece of advice they gave me to say was, "I have a problem and I need your help slash expertise as the first line of conversation." Because mm. most people want to be useful talking about mechanics. But look, there's also- I do that at work. Um, I do that when I'm introducing myself to new people at work when I need something from them. I'm like, I'm really sorry to bother you, but um, someone said that you were the best person to speak to about this because you are um, the expert in this area. And they will instantly switch into like, yes, absolutely, 100%. What can I do for oh, you? you sneaky guest. It's not even sneaky. It's, it's just like, sneaky. it is a bit sneaky. Also, also <laughs> it's not it even sneaky. It is a bit sneaky. But also, A, it works. And B, it's like a really nice way to, you know. One bit of conversational, um, and I'm terribly guilty of this sometimes as well, Um one bit of like conversational Fraud. how how to no how to keep convers- how, how to help a person feel listened to in a conversation um when you, particularly with someone you don't know like for small talk or something like that is to ask them questions about themselves and then genuinely listen you know well, to their yes. responses yeah but Obviously. but doing it in a kind of um going what's into, your biggest poo <sighs> never mind what <laughs> anyway what else have we got in the errata well i we are going to talk about graffiti and we are going to talk about the National okay, Grid, but, but not now. Holiday. No, no, okay. we're going on holiday. All right. We're going on holiday as well. We're going to get a burger delivered to us by virtue oh, of a roller coaster. coaster yeah. That's going to be great. Um, Patreon backers will have access to interviews of people on roller coasters. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully. Um, Maybe a couple of little things in the car. And we're going to well, we're going to try and record a podcast while we're out and about you on said, the road. You as said well. that I was. Um, in charge of uh, audio in the car. Yeah. That Noah Caldwell Gervais chap has a, I think, a three-hour video, which is the the video like video itself is not the the visuals aren't integral. I think to what he's talking about. Oh, I'll Talk, listen to that. Talking yeah. about how um, Dark Soul, sorry, Bloodborne, Sekiro, and Elden Ring. Well, if there's something on the screen, you can tell me. Yeah, yeah. are each like yeah, different yeah. aspects. Oh, of I'll Dark listen Souls to that. Formula. We could also listen to a Wells. There's your problem as well. If no, there's a couple of those. Most. They're really good. Really, really good engineering disasters. <laughs> really good by people who know what they're talking about. Um, which were always satisfying to listen to, it, you know, and also appropriately respectful. They had, and I don't want to say it's a good one because it sounds like the wrong thing, um, but they did one on the Bhopal disaster. You know, the, oh, yes. when I say disaster, the Bhopal fucking massacre. It's absolutely disgraceful. Yes. Um, and they spend a good 20 minutes at the start of the podcast doing something which shouldn't feel um, 
novel, but it absolutely mm. does. Just just talking about what ordinary life was like in the city, mm. humanising the people for whom the disaster actually happened, um, and just putting in that context, which has been surgically removed by the yes. company that was responsible for it and it's their United PR. Some, uh, Union Carbide, I think Union it was. Carbide, yeah. um, which is now something else. And, like Next to no one was you know, punished for it. Um, yeah, but it's obviously. Is you know, it Finland that have been imprisoning bankers? That oh, it's Iceland, I think. Iceland, yeah. yeah, great. Yeah, absolutely. Fucking consequences. Yeah. Not enough people have found out after having fucked around. Yeah. In my humble opinion. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Well, if you've enjoyed listening yes. to this podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash IDLM podcast. Chuck us a couple of pounds a month. Um, I was going to continue doing that just to see if you'd notice that I was wrapping up the podcast. And we haven't talked about the comic. Oh, Have yeah. you not noticed? I had, but I was hoping we wouldn't. <gasps> oh! <laughs> you snake. We should talk about the, you the comic. Snake. Let's do it quickly. Catherine. One of these days we will actually accidentally do one Can where we, we just don't bother talking about Catherine Kelly. Kelly I... Well. I mean, I thought, I don't want I to thought you might have it. forgotten, but I didn't Come think... On, hurry up, I want to go on holiday. Intent. We're on holiday. We're having a nice time. I've got to do a load of driving, though, so... What's that, What? He's taking his pills. They're stuck to his tongue. It's horrible. Oh! Mm. Yeah, on with it. <laughs> right. Well, I can't do anything because you... Okay, so this was August 31st, 1978. Hey, we're um, nearly out of August. We're nearly out of August, yeah. That's This is our second Garfield month. This is episode 75. <laughs> Too many. First panel. Um, Garfield is looking exceptionally round and cross. Um, and he is pushing over a table, which has a fluorescent pink vase on it, with no flowers in it, but a bright flower yellow kind of it. daisy. The flower on the vase is decoration. Um, and he's thinking to himself, a diet. John has me on a diet. He's just causing wanton destruction. He's, he's pushing over the table. The vase is sort of leaping into the air. Once again, he looks like his back legs are powered by a small yeah. motor and like each one is a sort of paddle on a stick so yeah. it flap flap flaps like a like a, a wooden a duck wheel. yes or, or one of those little wooden ducks yeah a, water, yeah, a, long, a, 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 me- a mechanised duck, yeah. duck of some which are fashion. adorable yes a little a little pull along string wooden duck yeah with a small toddler attached to it how cute very nice anyway panel two uh, Garfield looks a little bit <laughs> right. awesome Orson Welles I will say here I don't like this strip, but this drawing of Garfield's face is quite funny. And as is, like, I think this is a funny panel. Yeah, this is a funny panel. <clears throat> yeah. um, Garfield is on his back leg. The other back leg is moving swiftly upwards because he's kicking Odie up he's, the he's, We see the moment just fractions of a second after he has booted Three Odie up the arse. Before an explosion. Yes. Um, he's, he's kicking Odie right up the bum. It says, poomp. Hello. In fact, I'm just going to uh, send a message to Tom Crosby now as we're doing this. Um, <clears throat> Odie's face is delightfully vacant. Um, he is... He's, is he even aware of having been kicked in the bum? I don't um, know. It's right, a bit just, of a Bishop Brennan moment here. Um, hello, Tom Crosby. We're currently recording an episode of I Don't Like Mondays. And look, there's uh, there's the word poomp. So, obviously, I thought of you. I hope that you're well. Lovely. Um, um, he's kicking him up the ass. There's a movement. His ears are line. kind of quite forward as well. Yeah, he Garfield's. Um, he's. He's. There's something about like the set of his jaw. Like it, yes. it, it's, it's a very determined, a very furious looking cat. The, the mouth is evocative of a moustache. That looks like a bald fist. He's kind of going. Oh. Yeah. 
There's a movement line following his leg, and yeah. then there's a, a sort of opposite movement line following Odie. The Odie's movement line begins midair. I think it's it's very, coming right from his. Bum. It, it's comical that that it dog is, yeah. has gone, Whoop. and his and his face as well is one of kind of like there's um, a slight surprised anxiety. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this panel I will concede is quite funny. Yes, yeah, I like that panel. Yeah, uh, panel three. Garfield thinks when the lasagna content in my blood gets low. I get mean. And that's as close to a punchline. But like the as way that he's been get. drawn here by Jim no Davis. No creature has moved like this. It, again, it's the problem with the um the fr- the front legs look like hands. Mm-hmm. Um and the back legs are so badly drawn and he's so round. His front that leg that's looks, pointing forwards looks like it's coming directly from his from chin. From his neck, yeah, from his chin. It looks like he's Sort of walking on his front legs with his back legs in the air. It, I would say with the and balancing, the, the movement, it's so poorly The movement drawn. waggles in the back end. Yeah, looks like his propulsion is coming entirely from his bum. Yes, and his his legs are just moving as a consequence rather than as the means of propulsion. There's something themselves. a bit Lovecraftian about this. That it, he looks a little bit like you'll you, later on in Bloodborne. You'll encounter ticks, which are uh, weird, sort of. Uh, like monster women filled with blood sacks. Monster women yeah. filled with blood sacks. And it looks a bit like that. He, again, yeah, he looks like a mechanism more than a cat. Um, when the lasagna content in my blood gets low, it's oh, it's adjacent to a joke, isn't it? Yes, yeah, You're looking at your watch, aren't you? We'll, yeah. I, know, we, we, I just wanted to discuss the fact that that's... It's like a joke that you'd see projected onto Plato's cave. It's, it's not. It's something like if this were like if the word lasagna um, were replaced with the word prosecco, this would be printed off and attached to yeah. a thousand office notice boards across the, the country. Although that's dark because that <clears throat> effectively means blood alcohol. Yeah, <laughs> and that's. Yeah. But you've seen all of the like you know m- mum gin content, yeah, don't, right? Don't talk to me until I've had yeah. My third it's wine really dark of lunchtime. It's and like the sale of like those glasses that contain a whole bottle, and I know they're supposed to be novelty items, and it's like, oh, it's gin o'clock, and like, oh, mummy can't cope unless she's had her second glass of wine on a Wednesday. Oh my god, please seek help, everyone. Anyway, That's, that went yeah, a bit dark, didn't it? It, it? A little bit, yeah. But but yeah, but, like, yeah, but, but I think it's think, important to talk I think about this. Is, sort of... This is partly, and I don't want to go too far with this, but I am seeing, in some ways, the genesis of that kind of. Um, was that always there, or was it inspired by this? I, I think I don't think inspired by this directly, but I think this is one of the many thousand cuts hmm. um, associated with it. Okay, with that kind of consume type of the type of consumer culture um, which takes the necessities of existence and transforms and transfigures them into yeah. a. a um, uh, a facet of capitalism, you yes. know, and then turns potentially um, serious problems as a as a quirky into something um, marketable a, yeah. as, as a marketable personality trait. Yes, um, I like the middle panel. Yeah, I don't think the world's better for the strip's existence, no. but I like the middle panel. Yeah, I, I think that's a, an accurate <laughs> assessment of this Garfield. We have reviewed this Garfield. We've reviewed that. We do that. Yeah, but and we actually did. Like, we assessed the efficacy of this Garfield. And there was a, a bit of a podcast where I thought that it was something that I might feasibly choose to listen to. <laughs> yeah, I know. Imagine that. Let's have a look at the comments and see what these fucks say. Um, Angel Princess 72 says, Poor Odie. Yeah, because a dog got kicked in the bum. Am I over 10 years ago? Says, but you're already mean. There's a reply. Is the reply going to be all over the face borrower? No. 
You it fool! Was. <laughs> it was! Uh, that's what I'm saying, and have said. Hi, I'm Vulo, the face borrower brackets paid, premium member, lovely to have you here, peace be with you, bless. This uh, is definitely one of our listeners. Um, <clears> again, <throat> they could be playing a separate game, could and be, that's actually, fine yeah. as well. Yeah. Dolph37, seems to me Garfield was much meaner seems in the old days. Seems to me Garf was Sorry, much meaner. Sorry, you're quite right. Seems to me Garf, fuck it, you're right, the chumminess of it is revolting. Yeah. Um, much meaner <clears> in the old days than he is now. I miss this more toughened mean cat. Nowadays, he just seemed to be ironic and sarcastic. You were already mean, says Luco457, repeating that a non-joke. Poomp, says Odie's snout. Yep. Or Odie's nout, as in like, that yeah. dog's fucking nothing. He's nothing. Yeah. Crandall over four years ago, it would be a while before Jim Davis learned to make Garfield's walk look natural. He looks like he's goose-stepping. <laughs> he you know what? He does. You know what? He does look like he's goose stepping. Not what? in the same way that the hyenas from Lion King no. were goose stepping. No. Oh but no. If a cat was going to goose step, this is what it would look like. That's a pretty solid that's way of doing it. Funny, yeah. Uh, understandable, says Kyla Reed. C S R J two eight five four nine double zero says when Garfield's on a diet, you don't want to piss him off. Asriel says the face on panel one and panel three are exactly the same. Yeah, pretty much. Mm. Give or take. But I mean, in the sense that they're different, sure. Uh, simp for Jack in the Box, 11 months ago. My mum was born on this day. Born the same day a Garth comic was made. Well, have I got news for you? Anyone who was born in the last fucking 40 years. Mm, cookie um, 1371, quick, he needs a marinara transfusion. That's oh. close to funny, but it's a ragu, not a marinara. Mm. Uh, so take a lasagna injection says Fat Cat Animations. This is a classic example of trying to take someone else's bad joke and then repeating it back to them as an even worse joke. Mm. Although it wasn't even written as a reply. No. I saw one of um, That's it. That was Alistair comments. Beckett King's tweets mm. and the bravery of people with big follower numbers posting jokes. I simply wouldn't do it. It would kill within me the desire to post. He's a funny man. He is. He, say, he makes astute observations and occasionally subtle ones. And as a result, because he's got like 200,000 Twitter followers, a lot of his replies are similar to people who are, it's Susie Dent who does word for the day. Oh, and yeah. it's like something that applies to whatever's going on. And then you get oh, a raft of people. Just like the headlines today. Yeah, you get a raft of yeah, people yes. going like, oh, this could apply to Boris Johnson. Mm, <laughs> you fucking think. <laughs> and, um, and yeah, I, I There was something a little bit warmer wink there. Just and well, yeah. When she's like de- fed up of dealing it's, with everyone else, is she Wamawink? No, it's, no. Um, it was it was very no, not. Um, oh, when Wamawink goes, yeah, yeah. When she's like uh, rather, right at the end of her than, tether. What's what's the other one? She's not called Gascoin, but it's similar. Um, the one who talks like this, very Wamawink. I can't. Remember. It's like Gascoin. Yeah. It's got a kind of. Oin. Can't remember. Doesn't really matter. But anyway, yeah, watch Centaur World if you've not already. It's great. Um, I was thinking a bit of um, Miss Piggy sort of. Yeah, Wama Wink is very relatable when she's she's kind of had enough. (laughs) She has anxiety. Um, And yeah, I I, I saw the responses to tweet and thought like fucking. Nothing could put me off posting sooner Mm. because I I get a few. I've got you know a not insignificant Twitter following. And I do get a few 
here is an extrapolation of your joke. Let's talk about this later, actually, because I saw your tweet about my tweet, and I'd like to talk about the extrapolation of jokes. Yeah, because there I are think times there's, there's when it a can difference. There's absolutely there's not a difference. necessarily improved, but when you can play in the same. As space. I said on Twitter, there's a difference between like you know riffing gently on something, which is like either additive or mm. um, uh, you know creates a, a, a fun space. That's totally different. Yeah. Um, but I think people who are worried about whether or not they are um, being additive don't need to worry if you see what i mean mm, if you have that if you're, worry if you're you anxious about okay. it you probably don't need to worry about it yeah. anyway if you're I'm anxious going to about go it and... you probably don't need to worry about yeah. it it's quite a nice way to um, to end this uh, folks thank you for listening I'm going to do go on enjoy holiday. spending um, this time talking to each other and sharing really it with do. you yeah. if you'd like to support the podcast we have a patreon patreon.com slash idlm podcast uh, where you get access to early release episodes although admittedly haven't the past week because I've been sad and Kat's been busy I worked until 9 o'clock on Monday night yeah, that's sorry about that um you get access to some essays of Catherine's. Yep. You get uh, the very intermittent essay uh, episodes of I Don't Like Birthdays. We need to record another one of those. Um, but mainly, it, uh, it helps stuff. helps keeps, keeps the, the lights on. It helps pay for hosting. Oh, it helps not the thing, sorry. keeps us going, and uh, it shows a bit of support. If you'd like to support us in a non-pecuniary way, leave a rating and review. Uh, Just Apple telling podcasts, people about podcast it addict. on Twitter is tell, a huge help. Tell your pals. Yeah. Tell your pals. Share Banking. share the tweets from the Garfield Twitter. Account. We should do an Instagram. That's what all the kids are doing these days. We should do TikTok. Oh, God, no. Yeah. Oof. Duet with me. I don't like Mondays. Garfield lols. No. 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 Um, <laughs> uh, that was a very geriatric millennial view, wasn't it? Yes. No. And finally, if you'd like to buy some um, fine art photographic prints, I love sell Stop doing yourself down. At hyperfocus.photography. Really, really it's... Um, Neurodivergence and fine art photography together at last. They're beautiful photos. Stop um, doing yourself down. Okay. They're lovely. Pants off. Pants off. Pants off. Can we drive like Holiday. pants off? No. But like underpants on? No. That's not illegal. No. But I don't want to. Well, okay, but could we? I'm going now. This this feels like something that I'm some going. someone in America has taken out ads in local papers about. It's not illegal to drive with no pants on. Yeah, it's on the side of a van. Mm. Um, uh, thank right, you very much for listening. Have a lovely time, everyone. Um, look after yourselves. We do appreciate you. Take Catherine, care. Do you have any thoughts about Mondays? I do not care for them, especially when Ooh. I'm working until nine o'clock. Yeah, fuck that. Mm.